Hello and welcome to Huguenot Podcast, episode 117. Today we will be continuing the Thoughts Inspired By, and I'll be going over Thoughts Inspired By Thor today. But before we get into that, I wanted to go over some station news. If you want to check out my website, feel free to do so. That is huguenhoff.org, H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. You can send me emails, huguenhoff at gmail.com, huguenhoffpodcast at gmail.com. But the big reason you'd want to go there is so you can go to the RSS or subscribe to the RSS feed because I am oftentimes late, unfortunately, and it only comes out once a month, the podcast, and it's hard to remember. So just throw it in your RSS reader of choice and it will come to you every month. I also wanted to mention you should check out Steve's books, Stephen Oaks at Amazon.com. He has a number of books. Uh, there is a link in the show notes. That's the easiest way to get to his Amazon page. You can check out my Amazon page. If you want to, I only have the one book, Lightbringer. I don't know if I'll write another one. I really haven't decided. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I was thinking maybe I'd do something different. I am still working on D&D campaigns, but I haven't released those new ones. So, That'll be forthcoming. So I like I've I've written uh, up to like because I've broken them into chapters. So each one will be like five chapters. So it'll be like first you'll do level one to five, then five to ten, etc. Uh, and I've had a few started, but I haven't had one all the way finished. So I'm just holding off. Anyway, that's not what you're here to listen about. So let's jump into the actual topic. And it's going to be thoughts inspired by Thor today. Thor is a good god. I mean, they're all good gods. That's a weird thing to say. Uh, Thor was a very popular god and still is a very popular god in in the old days. Like a long time ago, our ancestors very often worshipped Thor. He was known as the everyman's god, and he's probably most of the one of the most approachable gods. If you look at the statues to the gods, there's a lot of statues to Thor. People feel very strongly connected to Thor. And, you know, he comes up in a lot of pop culture instances as a good, likable person. So there's a lot of instances of Thor being popular. So Because of that, I think we know that our ancestors liked him as a god, but also that the things that he represented were important to our ancestors. And those are a lot of things. There's a lot of things that he represents. I think some of the biggest ones, you have things like honesty. He's supposed to be very honest. He doesn't lie. And then uh, strength. You know, he's known for being strong. He wields a hammer, which you'd have to be strong to wield. Um. And and also a hammer can be like a sign of work. Like you could be working with a hammer and then if there was a danger that came to you, presented itself, then you would have a hammer to defend yourself. Now there is such a thing as Warhammer. I don't want to say that a hammer is necessarily always a tool, but I would think that the origins of a hammer being a weapon would be you were working with a hammer, and then when danger came, it was a natural weapon. Whereas a weapon like a sword is something that's designed specifically to go to war with, not something that would have other uses as well. So Thor's hammer, Mjolnir, is actually made by the dwarves 
pretty specifically to kill giants. It's not made to hammer and nails. Okay, so, so I don't want to be unclear what I'm saying. I'm just saying symbolically when you look at something like a hammer, it can be an implementation that you use to work with. So that says something about Thor and the fact that he's like a strong god, but also a hardworking god. So that's another one that comes up a lot with Thor is that he's hardworking. Uh, and those are good things for us to be. So, so that's kind of what I'm going to go over today. I think we probably all know a lot about Thor. And I would think the biggest two things that come to mind when I think of Thor, and I don't, I don't know if you agree, but the two big ones for me is honesty and hardworking. Yes, strength is in there and frosty and all of that because he does fight and kill giants. And, you know, he is very strong, especially when he puts on his belt of giant strength. But to me, the thing that comes out the most is honesty and hard work. Honesty, I don't know what to say about honesty. Um, I think it's a really important thing. It's very important that we be honest. We be honest with ourselves. We be honest with other people. Um, but it seems almost non-controversial. I guess I could be wrong in this situation. But to me, at least, that, that seems obvious. Obviously, you shouldn't lie. You should be honest and you should tell the truth, even when it's not advantageous to do. That's So there are some morals that our society pushes really well, and there's some morals it doesn't push so well. And those come up, um, uh, I think they've come up on the podcast. Like there's this idea that we should be humble. And that's true to an extent, but there's, because there's this idea we shouldn't be braggarts, which is yeah, we shouldn't be braggarts, but this is one of the morals that maybe we get wrong. I think I think we should be allowed to be proud of ourselves. But there's this idea that if you are not proud of yourself, that is good. Like you should be so humble. You should be humble to the point where you're not acknowledging that you're doing good things. And then I, I don't think that's good because you sh- you part of the reason you do good things is because you're proud of them. And, you know, it's you don't want to you don't want to get into a situation where you never admit that you do anything good because it can be depressing. And like, that's one of the things I personally struggle with a lot. I don't like bragging about cool things that I do, but we probably should. It's okay to say I did a cool thing and I'm proud of the cool thing because I worked really hard on it. Like that's okay. So that's one of the morals that maybe society at large doesn't get perfectly right. But one of the ones I feel like we do get right is honesty. Like from a very young age, we're always like, oh, you should tell the truth. You shouldn't lie. If there's, you shouldn't steal. If there's ever a situation where you could lie and it'd be advantageous to you, don't do it because it's wrong. So I feel like everybody understands that honesty is good. And we can go into the reasons of you wouldn't have meaningful relationships without honesty and society would fall fall apart without contracts and all this other stuff, which I have gone over in the past. I'm not going to go over all of that today. I'm going to say that honesty is important and honesty is an aspect of Thor, but it's not the one I'm going to go over for the majority of the episode because I feel like it's self-evident or at the very least I've discussed it before. What I am going to go over is the hard working thing because that's probably the one 
that I think is, um, I don't know, maybe it, you struggle with more. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go over hard work and why that's important. Because there is definitely a balance here, right? There's a problem with being a work, there's a problem with being lazy. I don't think anybody is going to argue that you should be lazy. But there's also a problem with being a workaholic. There's a problem with like constantly thinking about work and constantly doing work. That's not good. That stresses you out. It's bad for your mental health. So like everything else, there is a balance. You can't just work insanely hard and then be it. You can't just working harder doesn't mean you're a better person. Like you have to balance it with family life and stuff like that. You could also argue that family life is work as well. You know, you're putting time and energy, I would, I would hope. You're putting time and energy into, you know, your wife and your kids or, you know, siblings, parents, wherever you are in your life. You're putting time and effort into your family life. So you want to work hard at home as well as at work. Um, and, and then it also gets complicated because there's an argument that like we should work smarter, not harder. And I, I think that's probably true. If we can get something accomplished easier than we should, you know, if I need to go to the store to get milk and I have the choice where I can take my car or I could walk and let's say it's a 20 minute walk, I'm going to take my car because that's easier. And I don't think that's the wrong choice. Uh, let's just, because I don't know where everybody stands, and that's not what this show is about. But yes, maybe, let's not talk about the consequences of like, oh, is it bad to drive a car? Does that cause pollution? Like, let's just take everything for being equal. It's a simple example, and I don't want to complicate it with all of those things, which I'm not saying are things not worth discussing, but that's not what I'm talking about here. So, because you could make an argument like, no, you should walk because you're destroying the environment. But that's a different argument. I'm just talking about a simple scenario where you're like, I can get something accomplished easily or difficultly. Now, the other argument you could make is like, oh, well, it's harder, so the milk will taste better, and you will have exerted yourself. And in, in, in that sense, doing something the harder way is somehow inherently better. Or maybe it'd be easier to imagine uh, some other process. Uh, it's hard not to bring up specific examples, and I don't want to bring up specific examples because there's so much background to the specific examples that it's not going to do any good. But let's just imagine there is a process that you can do manually or you can automate. And it's easy when you automate it, and it's hard when you leave it manual. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you should do it the manual way because then you work harder and hard work is good. And that's what I'm talking about, right? That hard work is good. But I don't think that's true. I don't think we should work hard just to work hard. I think you should do things in the more efficient way. But then there's also the argument, if you're doing things in the most efficient way, aren't you ultimately being lazy and getting out of hard work? And I suppose it depends on what you're doing with your spare time. If you save two hours a day by automating your daily tasks, and then you 
take a two-hour nap or read a book or play a game, maybe that's less hard work for you. But if you use those two hours and you start a new project or you exercise, then then maybe that's doing more hard work. Um, so the first thing I just want to say is we shouldn't do hard work for no reason. We should have a reason for the work we're doing. And there's the argument that you shouldn't make your life easier because then you get less hard work and that's like bad for you on a spiritual level. And I don't think that's true only because I think you can always fill your life with more work. As humans, we are great with coming up with things to do. If you free yourself from the daily grind, so to speak, then you will find something else to do in that time. Um, And you know, no matter how many grinds you free yourself, you will always find something else to do in the time that you freed up. So I don't think you're ever going to run into this situation where you stop being a hard worker because there's literally no work left to do. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I could, I don't think that will ever happen. Because, you know, if, if you find a way to take, you know, I don't know, you make a robot to just like pamper you and take care of you. Well, you're probably going to pick up a hobby. Maybe you'll write a book, or maybe you start building chairs. Like, who knows? You're not just going to sit there being bored. If you do, that would be a problem. But the problem... So, let's imagine you made a robot to take care of you, and you just sit around watching TV all day. The problem is not that you made the robot, and now you don't have any work. The problem is you didn't go find work to do. You you do have to go and find something else to fill your time with. This is a little rambly. But getting back on topic, the, the, the real question that I think is important to ask and may be difficult is, where is that balance? Like, do I have to work, I don't know, 14 hours a day and have, uh, what, four hours of, let's just assume you sleep eight hours. Do you like work hard for 14 hours of, 14 hours of your day and have your four hours of free time and let's just take work out so we're dealing with smaller numbers work eight hours sleep eight hours you have eight hours left are you obligated to work four of those hours and rest for four of those hours i mean that's not the majority of the day maybe that's fair or are you obligated to work for seven of those hours and only rest for one of them or because you spent all day at work are you allowed to work for one of those hours and rest for the other seven how do you decide I'm being lazy? How do you decide, like, I'm taking too many breaks, I'm spending too much time on my fun, relaxing things, if that's, like, reading or video games or TV or music or whatever that might be, but, like, relaxing things where you're not actively creating. I think it gets a little different if you're doing a hobby like woodworking or writing a book, because then you are working hard. It's a hobby that you are actively working hard on, where... Where if you're reading a book or watching a show, it's a lot more passive. I I guess I'll put the video games into the passive category as well. It's kind of a blend of the two. I don't like Dark Souls might be a hard game, but you're doing it to relax. So I'm going to put that in the category of TV rather than the category of woodworking. But I mean, you you could arguably put in both. So how do you strike that balance where you're like... Am, am I being lazy by working only this amount of time or am I being a hard worker? And I don't know. That's a really good question. 
obviously everybody's going to be different. Everybody needs different needs a different amount of time to relax and recover because you do have to recover from the day and the work that you've been doing. So everybody needs a different amount of time for that. So I don't I don't think this is something where we can be like, well, it's two hours. Or, or it's four hours. You have four hours every day that you're allowed to do a relaxing thing. And the rest, you have to be working hard or you're lazy. I don't really think it's, I don't think it's that simple because everybody needs a different amount of time to recover. So how do you know that? That's a, that's a really, that's a really good question. Maybe, and I don't know, I don't know if this is going to be a useful answer, but maybe, maybe, your body or mind is kind of going to tell you. I feel like a lot of times um, when I'm feeling less motivated, I, I will I will think to myself, oh, I really need to I really need to start doing stuff more. I feel like naturally we just feel like we're missing something if we're not working hard enough and then that kind of kicks us into gear so we start working harder. And then on the other hand, if we're overwhelmed, we're doing too much, we feel, overwhelmed. We feel like we've got too much going on and we feel stressed out. So a lot of it is just like listening to yourself. And you know, another good thing here is I'm not going to put meditation into the relaxing category because I think meditating is really hard. Meditating is a good one for this because sometimes we just need to take a step back and say like, how do I feel? Do I feel overwhelmed today? Do I not feel overwhelmed today? Do I feel like I'm not getting enough accomplished today? Because we do want to push ourselves and we do want to be driven. But on the other hand, we don't want to completely burn ourselves out and be horrible and miserable. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely that's definitely like a fine line to cross. I, I do think that all of your hard work should not be spent at work, though. Like, yes, you should work hard. But I think it's easy to be like, oh, well, I work really hard on my job. So when I come home, I don't do anything. I just like watch TV for six hours and then go to bed. Like it's important to challenge yourself in your personal life as well. It's important to have hobbies and to do things for yourself. Um, who said that? There was somebody who, who said that. I think... Anyway, I'm unfortunately not remembering who it was. But paraphrasing, basically, we are all willing to spend like the majority of our life working hard for somebody else's dream by going to work and working at whatever company we work at. But then so many of us are not willing to put in that same work for our own dream, which it seems like that would be the one that you'd be even more willing to work hard for. So it's easy to spend all day at work and work really hard and then come home and not do anything to further your own whatever it is. If it's through like meditation, maybe improving your spiritual self or or if it's just your hobbies whatever those happen to be like find the time to you it's important to find the time to do those because you need to spend time working on your own like hopes and dreams your own hobbies and passions or you know they'll never be fulfilled if you don't work on them so i think that the hard work thing is definitely something that doesn't apply just to work and that's another thing that i don't know sometimes people get wrong they're like are you lazy? It's like, well, how do you do at work? It's like, well, that's not really the important question. Sure, that is part of the answer, but 
if if you're lazy at home but you work hard at work I, I think there's still something that probably needs to be improved I think all aspects of yourself need to be hard working not not just the work ones um and you know it's something that I think people are also always going to struggle with uh, definitely myself included it's easy to get complacent and and not do any not do things because you're having fun you know maybe you're watching a really good show or reading a really good book and you don't you, you get a little bit you get a little bit lazy because you're excited about those things so you let other things fall so it's something we have to be constantly aware of but i do think that the whole like hard working thing is definitely something we still need to strive for because it's through hard work that you're going to ultimately make your own life better and probably make the world a better place at the same time so that's definitely something that we want to strive for is making our own lives better so working hard to make our own lives better and our family lives better and i just think you feel better when you're a hard worker i feel like if if you feel like you're if you are lazy you will feel like you're lazy and then that can kind of i don't know it, that, that can kind of make you depressed. That can make you feel bad because you don't feel like you're accomplishing anything. So there's a lot of reasons that we want to be hard workers, mostly because it makes yourself better and, and you want to have the best life that you can. So I think, and I think of Thor when I think of a hard work. Um, so yeah, I think that's one of the things that we definitely want to be able to emulate. And I guess for the most part, I feel like societally we're pretty good about saying like, well, hard work is good. But there is also an undertone that we want to automate every aspect of our life. And I think I think that can be good if we use that automation to free up time to chase new, more exciting hobbies. But it can be a dangerous path to go down if you are freeing up time just so you can waste time somewhere else. Which, you know, that's that's the risk of all this automation and making life easier. You know, you make a robot to wait on you hand and foot and then you just lay on the couch and watch TV. It's like, well, have you really, what have you really done? Is, is your life better? Probably no. But if you make the robot to wait on you hand and foot and then you go explore space that's that's where it could be really good. That's the utopia, right? That's the Star Trek future, that we've taken care of all our earthly desires. We don't need food because they have replicators. We don't need to fight for resources anymore. So humanity has everything they need. So what do we do? We don't just lay around and watch TV. We go explore the galaxy. And that's where we want to go. And that's where that, like, enterprising spirit... I think, you know, as an optimist, that's where that enterprising spirit will take us. We will save time in one area, but we'll still be hard hard workers. But we're just putting that energy into a different area. So we're always putting the same amount of energy into our lives, but it's just in a different area. So make one area easier so you can spend more time in the other area. But yes, there's always the risk that, like, you can just get complacent and lazy and not do anything at all. So, uh, I really didn't say anything controversial here. I said you should be honest and work hard. Uh, I, I don't think anyone would argue with those two assessments. Uh, but, I mean, I think that's another reason that Thor is such a 
popular God. He is very wholesome. It's like, these are things you obviously want to hone in yourself and see in yourself. Whereas, you know, some things are more controversial. They're harder to understand. The whole um, looking deep within yourself, you know, I'm talking about like the Odinic path. That's a little bit more difficult. There are people who are like, oh, are you sure you should do that? Is that too dangerous? Should you really delve that deeply into the universe and magic and your subconscious and all of that? That's dangerous. Maybe that's not wise what you're doing. Are you not paying attention to other people's feelings because you're going down these like rabbit holes? There's, there's all sorts of questions that can come up. And, and I mean, the answer, in my opinion, is you should do deep introspection even if it can be dangerous, because knowledge is always going to be better. Knowing more about yourself is always going to be a good thing. But that's like a question that I think you can legitimately ask, like how much should we try to understand ourselves and the universe? So that might be more controversial. But I think one of the nice things about Thor, and and not to say he's not intelligent, because he is quite intelligent, but the main aspects of Thor are very wholesome aspects, like work hard, be honest. And, and we see these examples where Thor is, is honest and he does the right thing. And then we see examples where Odin, he never does the wrong thing, but um, he'll do things where he manipulates language and maybe he misleads people. And then we're like, oh, is that really right like there's a lot of stories of odin which i think i've been over where we say well even the saints of havamal or the saints of har and the havamal where where we'll go over these and be like did odin do something unethical here and, and we'll have to think about it and puzzle it out and i found that all the times he didn't but the exercise of puzzling it out was necessary like this is morally gray is what odin did here okay and the answer is yes, but it's still a conversation you have to have. Whereas Thor, it's just he's he's the more obvious good guy, I suppose you'd say. He's the one who's very wholesome, who's always doing the thing that's right. And you don't really have to puzzle out if he did something unethical or not, because it's it just his nature is very open. And that's another difference. Odin is very close in a lot of ways. So I, I think... Thor is such a popular god because he has that open personality where he is honest and he's hardworking and he's straightforward. And I think those are all good things that we could certainly do with cultivating ourselves. I think I'm getting rambly, so I'm going to go ahead and stop it there. But everyone, thank you very much for listening, and I will talk to you next month. For a hell.